What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Letting Go podcast. I think it's our first episode where we've officially rebranded from yeah. dropping into Letting Go. I'm here with my man, Danny Torres. How you feeling? I'm feeling good, dude. I mean, this whole rebrand thing is uh, is pretty exciting. And honestly, I think I feel more uh, like stoked about the podcast in general now that it feels more aligned with you know this direction that we've wanted to go in for so long. Me too. It's a it's a new project we're doing. We, uh, Danny and I, really believe in the philosophy of letting go. Letting go can be applied to so many things, but generally, you know, letting go of your attachments to the past, finding what makes you happy today. Uh, it's kind of a philosophy that has been helping us both find a lot of happiness lately. Yeah, so much so that we both got it tattooed on our wrists. <laughs> yeah, the video. Arms. The video watchers can see that right there. <laughs> and we've got a special episode today. It's actually the first one we've really planned out um, where we're going to be talking about a bunch of different creative hobbies and just like little creative things that you can do by yourself if you want or with people if you want. And, and these are things that are so fun and fulfilling, but it's kind of surprising because they're so simple. Um and I'm really excited to to share them with you guys. These are like some of my favorite things to do in life that that have helped me kind of find my creative flow and and the things that I like to do. And they're just kind of meditative and fun and expressive, and they help you understand yourself and just you know express. That's very true. I I kind of like how like I feel like this episode is so necessary to have just because of like the journeys that we've uh, recently kind of embarked on where we're just kind of throwing stuff at the wall, kind That's of trying to, trying to see what sticks. And uh, I don't know about you, but for me, this has been like almost like transformative in a way. It's been, uh, I kind of feel like a kid just like doing all these different things that I want to try out, things I want to see, like what it is that I like to do. And feels fun. feels cool. So I'm excited to get right into it. Yeah, I agree with that. Last thing I'll say before we jump into the specifics and before you take that huge tequila shot um, is that, yeah, I, I really agree. And, you know, personally, I I really get set in my ways and I'll, you know, I've always am doing something creative, but sometimes I'll stick to one creative thing for so long yeah. that I can I forget I can be a beginner at others and just allowing yourself to experiment and tinker and and try out these different mediums can be so freeing and you can find a new passion. Um, with that said, let's jump right into it after we plug our Patreon, where if you choose to support us, you can hop on a monthly Zoom call where we can talk about things like creative passions and philosophies and different things on our monthly Dude, Zoom that, call. Dude, that would be a really fun, really fun Zoom call, just like talking like basically about what we're, what we're going to talk about today. And I don't know, shit's fucking cool. Yeah. So, so, uh, dude, something that I have gotten really intensely into is drawing. And I know that this is something that you've been doing for quite some time, but I, 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 okay. So you inspired me to start drawing because of the fact that you designed our tattoo and it was like, I started thinking, I was like, Whoa, that's so fucking sick. Like, I can do that probably like I want to try doing that and I've been starting to draw and the it's so meditative like 
I just sit there and, and draw. I look at the online, I look up doodles and I kind of just try to copy them and see how I can like do it visually. And, and before I know it, like an hour has gone by and I've just got like a whole page of doodles. That's beautiful. And I love, personally, I love hearing how excited you are about drawing. Like I, I sense your childlike excitement yeah, for, for sure, it. dude. Dude, <laughs> I'm fucking so loving cool. it, bro. I mean, for the video viewers, like peep these flowers that I drew recently. Very nice, man. Yeah, dude. I'm digging it. It's just been super fucking fun to just let myself, uh, let myself go and just do it. You know what I mean? And I've I've really just like leaned into the the fact that I'm a complete beginner at drawing, so I don't feel bad if it looks like shit and and it it just it's kind of just inspiring to see the change as it's gone by because the first couple of drawings i did were complete ass and like now those flowers are looking much better yeah that's sick there's so much pressure in, in this life to like pick your things you're good at and master them and and just do that and it's so nice to remember that you can be a beginner at something totally new and and you can experience that rush of that like initial progression when you start to figure it out um shit man i've been drawing i've been drawing for a while but i've actually more recently like had a epiphany with drawing but i'll my backstory is that kind of always been a doodler in my notebook actually took a drawing class in high school that i really enjoyed and then took a drawing class my senior year of college i had like an open slot on the schedule and dude, that class was so sick. We would pretty much on the first day we started drawing naked models. We would like be paid to stand up in the middle of class. That's wild. And it was so strange, but also like not. It was yeah. it was like everyone was doing it. It was mad mature, and you know our our professor would teach us about like using our eye, drawing what we see instead of what we imagine. You know, focusing on like shadows and things like that. So I kind of you know. I'm grateful for this like baseline of skill I have. And then what happened to me more recently, you know, aside from the doodles I do in my journal once in a while is I was like, Oh shit. Like, okay. The tattoo kicked it off. I was like, actually all my tattoos, I always come in with a drawing and I ask the tattoo artist to kind of tweak it. But then for our tattoo, I was like, wait, I like this design. I drew so much. Why don't I just get this tattooed exactly? And I wasn't fucking with it, dude. Like, I, I don't know why. Like, I thought it was, like, too, like, I don't even know what the right word is. Like, it just looked too, like, sissy for me, I think. And I was like, nah, I think I just want, like, the letters, like, you know, bold letters, just fucking homework style. Like, how you put your name on top of the fucking paper and, like, just say, let go, whatever. And then the fucking second that the dude finished doing yours, I was like, oh, my fucking God, dude. <laughs> internally i said that and then i was like i literally just said i, I want that one like that's all yeah <laughs> like I don't, felt, I was don't, so don't worry about drawing another one that's the one i fucking want <laughs> <laughs> i was so happy when you walked over and and said that too because because we were getting matching tattoos but they were going to be slightly different which i fully yeah. accepted but i was you know it would have been cooler if they were the same and then yeah. you ended up getting the same one dude and while you were getting yours i'm sitting on the couch like i was sitting there like like still looking at the fonts like oh shit dude like should i change mine like i wasn't like set like i didn't know for sure and i was gonna sit down and I, I was just gonna i had accepted that it was gonna be one of those moments where like i didn't know and i'm sure it would have looked cool either way because he was a good tattoo artist but 
I don't know, dude. It was this this thing just happened inside of me. I was like, damn. And then now when I look at it, like it's so cool to have your drawing like on my body. <laughs> yeah. I'm stoked. I'm so stoked. I'm stoked we both have this one. And you know, that that gave me this sense of confidence with drawing that I didn't really allow myself to find. It's like, you know, I was a skateboarder, a video creator. Those were the things I was good at. So I always like kind of denigrated like my ability to draw as like a a random thing i did yeah but the the, but seeing this i was like oh shit like i could design tattoos like i could i can do that like there's no reason not to and what a free such a freeing feeling you know to not only can you try these creative hobbies like you can share them even if you're a beginner like it doesn't matter um and, and so then more recently i I took that energy and I made the art for this podcast, which is like a really cool feeling, man, because obviously like uh, I didn't get paid for it, but like it's technically I just drew for my job, like for this creative project, which is like, I don't know, it's something it, it it's not in my definition of myself that I had previously, you know, which is yeah. it's freeing. And I will say, George, you fucking slayed it on the podcast art. So much so that, I mean, you inspired me even to put that as my own personal podcast <laughs> uh, art. And even you even like got me to like tinker around with it on my own on like, like with like the fonts and like whatever was going to look good with with the art for my own personal thing. And and like, dude. Now it, I saw I, yesterday I walked by a Chipotle and there was a dude in there drawing on a on a tablet kind of like you have and I was like fuck dude like now I want one <laughs> like now yeah, I want to yeah. do that fucking shit you know yeah so I have I have so my tablet is just like it's just black and like mm-hmm. I need to look at the computer screen I really wish I had an iPad with like a pencil so I could see it on the screen as I'm drawing yeah um one one day maybe I'll make that yeah. investment for sure um but yeah dude i don't know if i can i feel like the whole childlike thing i feel is coming out in like all of these new uh avenues of creating that i make that i'm journeying through yes yes and i feel them too you know like making that podcast art i don't know it was so i don't know it was fun my voice is getting higher pitched because it's like it's hitting a spot you know um, I'll say I, uh, for anyone who wants to try out the drawing thing, one of my favorite things to do, um, is to like, look at something like sometimes I'll go sit in the park or on the roof and try to draw the skyline or like a tree or the landscape or whatever. When I don't know what to draw, that's what I'll do. I'll just pick something with my eyes and it can be very meditative. That's great advice. I will say for me, it's a little bit harder because I don't think that I have the, I don't think I have that muscle where I can just like pick something to draw, at least not yet. So my advice is I, I Google uh, uh, black and white doodles and then I go on Google images and then I it, it, there's like something, some stuff. It's like a page of just like a hundred little tiny doodles, like coffee cups, microphones, like hats, journals, books, like all this stuff. And then I just, I go through and then I, and then I practice like drawing them. And that, that for me has been super helpful. Uh, like even like I looked up one that was like 
uh, like like it was an alien, like mountains, like ten suns and stuff. Uh, Dude, that look that's a sick page. Yeah, I mean, for the people watching this who can see it, but like, look at that milk carton, uh, cherries, martini glass, band aid, cactus, camera, jars. Like, just looking up shit and just like, just drawing it as I see it, and and that's helping a lot. And I, I can like feel it. Like, I can feel this part of my brain working that doesn't usually that I don't usually use because it's like I'm. It's very like. Uh, I don't know. Like I'm just staring and looking, you know, like this. Yeah, yeah. Not like that. It's like mapping sight to arm movement, hand movement. Um, what else about drawing? Anything else about drawing, or should we move on? I think so far, in terms of drawing, uh, Kara actually got us these like easels to paint on. So it, it comes with two canvases, and uh, so that's something that now I'm looking for because I feel like at first it sounds like a cool idea, but I don't know what the fuck to draw. But now that I'm like kind of working out that part of my brain, it's like now I'm excited to paint something because like, cool. I know it will look less like shit than it would have before. <laughs> wow, painting! Painting is something I've never, still never tried. Dude, they have like you could just go. You should. You and Noah should just go to like a paint and sip, and you like drink wine and and paint. You know, and that sounds like a really good idea. I know they have them in the city. I've seen them before. Yeah. It's funny, like, I'm immediately intimidated by the idea, but, like, the whole philosophy of what this episode is about would suggest me to just go try it. <laughs> dude, I want to be that dude that just, like, shows up at a park with, like, an easel and a canvas and just, like, fucking starts painting some shit. <laughs> dude, I respect the shit out of that. That'd be wild. Um, But I guess in terms of – we could talk about – uh something else we do in these guide little little, little journals oh yeah journals um like be writing in those i'd be writing i'd be journaling <laughs> i'd be i'd be i'd be stream of consciousness up in there sometimes you know so yeah number two on our list something that danny and i do a lot is writing in our journals um man i've been doing this one for a long time and it's one of it's one of those creative hobbies that really really helps me feel grounded and like i understand myself and i just have fun with it yeah dude journaling is also something i've been doing for a really fucking long time um but i always fall off i don't i i've only finished i think like a couple of journals maybe a few but i usually fall off and then i'll go like six months without journaling and then i'm like in such a different place where i'm like i should just get a new journal like i don't want to write in this one because i feel like i'm in a different just like mental headspace. Um, but I will say that when I am journaling, like that's, it's phenomenal, dude. It's, it's something that like, like people say to do it and you're like, like, oh fuck, like I don't want to journal. Like that's not going to make me feel better. But like fucking journaling just, it helps so much to just like be in that present moment and like really be in it and like see what thoughts you have, thoughts that arise. Yeah. It's it awesome. It really is helpful for the self. I mean, I I don't I'm not a fall offer on the journal. I do, I've been journaling like almost every day for many years now, and I can't recommend it enough. And you know, I think the I think when you hear journaling, you think of like maybe diary entries or or self exploration. But since we're talking about creative hobbies, and and this is something I do sometimes, like sometimes I try to write for fun and and to be artistic you know like yeah sometimes i'll write little poems which Same. is awesome 
I haven't gotten um, into that. Yeah, a lot of times, actually, you know what 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 I really like and and fits in with the ethos of this episode is like, I'll just like kind of write down philosophical thoughts I'm having, and then later I'll actually use that in like a TikTok, or like a. Or, you know, I'll write it down for maybe, like, using later in, like, a voice overlay or something. Um, the journal seems to be where I get, like, my my deeper ideas, like, seem to just flow out of me, you know? I love that. Yeah. No, for sure. I have I've recently have been getting in more and more into... Usually, my journaling for a long time was just, like... For a long time, I did the scrapbook journaling uh, where I would put shit into my journals. If I went to, like, a, a restaurant I liked, I'd grab a business card put it or the, or tape the receipt or something like that and write about what, what I did that day or what happened. And then, uh, and I, I've changed throughout the year. So just like, you know, the thoughts and stuff or like whatever's in my mind or like random shit. But lately I've just been really leaning into doing a whole lot of everything in my journal so that when I look through it, it's like, there's random shit in there. There's like uh, stuff I'm reading about stuff that's on my mind. Um, random like poems and stuff like that. And, and in terms of like the art, the artistic side of it or the creative side of it, it's, it's, it feels like I'm working that same exact muscle that I'm working when I'm drawing or even like when I'm making a video or trying to plan a video or something like it's, it feels very like, like, uh, I don't know, like in tune with everything that, that I, that I already do. That's cool, man. And yeah, for me, oh man, I could go on and on about journaling. In fact, I, I, you know, so my main philosophy is not to force anything. Like that's when, like I allow myself to write poems, journal entries, self-exploration, whatever it is, there's no rules. Just let it happen. That's how I stay on journaling because it's always mm -hmm. fresh and exciting. One thing that's happening, and it's almost similar to what I experienced with the drawing is that it's expanding my idea of what I'm capable of. And so I continue to have this question arise while I'm writing. I'm like, oh shit, like should I eventually turn this into a book? Like or or should I just write a book? And whether or not I pursue that idea, it's like man, it's so fucking cool that journaling has helped me like unlock and realize like this is a creative thing I really enjoy doing. Um and you know maybe something I really want to, to harness one day, you know, in a, in a, in a serious format, like a book. Oh, for sure, dude. And you get that shit from your dad, like, yeah, without a doubt, without a doubt. Um, and that's cool. I think that's super cool. And, and it's interesting because I think that I get my love of writing or at least being like kind of okay at it from my dad as well. Cause my dad's, a, my, I mean, my dad's a full on finance guy, but he's like, very uh like well read and he loves writing and he but he likes writing notes and like letters to people and they're like beautifully crafted that's so well, awesome. i will say his grammar's not on point um <laughs> who cares but but uh but like he like dude one time for like new year's like he gave like me and and my sister and our current significant others at the time, like he gave us all this book and on the inside of the book, he wrote like this really long passage, like tailored individually to each of us. And That's like, very nice. while I never read the book because I don't, I don't really care for the book. The, the stuff that he wrote in it, it was like the important thing about it. And it was just like awesome. So that's really stoked cool. that that's a thing too in my life. 
That's really cool. Yeah, I I also really enjoy particularly writing letters to my significant others, and it you know that tie that could tie into journaling. Um, you know, just so I want to rattle out some ideas for for those listening. If you want to get into journaling, there's so many things you could try. You could try open stream of consciousness, just whatever comes to your mind. You could try guided routines. Like there's so many guided uh, journaling routines out there that ask you little prompts that you could follow. Um, you could try a uh, diary entry style where you write about what you experienced that day. Um, shit. There's so many things you could do with a journal. Oh, one thing I wanted to bring up. I, I, I used to do this. I would like, when I would find a song I really liked, I would like, especially like more poetic songs where the lyrics were kind of not immediately obvious what was going on. I would write all the lyrics in my journal and like try to like analyze it. Cause I loved those like classes I took in college where we were like trying to really figure out what the author meant in the text. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so I would kind of do that with songs and I used to have a lot of fun with that, you know? Mm-hmm. It's actually a good idea. I think I want to do that. Um, kind of going like off topic, something that I've recently started doing, which is, uh, I've done this before. It's nothing crazy, but you got me into shazamming and like music? Now, now I shazam. I downloaded the app. I had it when I, like years ago. I mean, I've had it like three different times, but now I'm like really enjoying it just because like, I think, I think there's like this aspect of like, uh, like presentness that's happening when I do that. It's like, I, I feel like I'm more in tune with my surroundings. So like, if I hear a song, it's like, Oh fuck, I want to know what that is. Um, I like this lyric idea. I think I'm going to start doing that. Cool, man. Hey, that actually reminds me of kind of, I'll, I'll slide in another, this could be considered like a whole nother, uh, a whole nother creative hobby, which is something I do, which is whenever I find a song, I add it to a, a playlist of the current season. So right now I'm oh, building yeah. a 2022 spring playlist. And so anytime a song jumps at me, it doesn't matter why, when, or where I'll add it to that playlist. So then at the end of the season, I actually have this like almost memory log in a way of all the music that I resonated with. Um, Is and that's kind of a thing new. Is that new? Yes, I used I, to do you did, you did the You used to do the months, and I, I know, dude, June 2020, bro. Is that, that a good one? <laughs> dude, I don't remember exactly, but June 2020 was that month that we spent the entire month, literally, I think I think every single day on it's your on roof. roof. Yeah. <laughs> on your, in between your roof and my roof, like we just spent almost every single day. And we would listen. We would listen to all these songs, and I remember. I just remember, like, oh, I'm gonna put that on my playlist. I'm gonna put that on my playlist. I'm gonna put. I feel like June 22 is. You should revisit that playlist. I'll bump I think that, that tonight, dude. I think I like. Are these playlists public? They're all public. Oh, at George Pulos on Apple Music, <laughs> <laughs> dude. No, but I, that's a great idea too. I don't know if I can get too much into doing that because I, I'm not a huge music listener um like when i'm by myself or like honestly no i'm not really much of a big music listener in general um but i don't know maybe one day it'll it'll i'll feel called to make playlists but i do know that that i mean even that in itself could be somewhat of an artistic pursuit because of the the crafting that it takes that's what i'm saying i think it is like i think 
it's a form of art like you know people say like curating is creating or something like mm -hmm. that I, I oh for know, sure I no yeah yeah dude 100 percent. honestly oh dude you have to listen to the solo podcast i uploaded today like you have to I'll bet okay oh, because that's what i talked about it's 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 uh it's like called like why everyone is a natural creator and how to spark oh. the natural creator in you it's a quick 15 dude, minute listen that's fire was that inspired by the artist why at all no, I actually haven't even started the book yet. I've got oh, wow. I had a lot of stuff going on at home. Kara just got surgery, so I kind of right. been uh, like, you know, paying attention to that. But, um, but no, I definitely want to get started on it soon. Also, I started reading "Courage Is the Way." Um, I haven't read that. Yeah, I started, dude. It was a, it's a dollar ninety nine on on Kindle or oh, audio or ebooks. So I I just downloaded it just to have it, and it's it's kind of a tough read, but. But anyway, uh, but yeah, the artist ways, I'll, I'll definitely get hard on that. But what the fuck was I just saying? Shit, man. <laughs> what the, like, what, how do we get to oh, that? Oh, we were talking about curation as creation. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, I 100, 100% find that to be true. And, and I talked about, I'll just talk about it here. Like everything like everything is built on this idea of creating uh and it's like I, like i'm looking out the window right now and there's there's a business you know what i mean and and the business had to be created there had to be a business plan there had to be like some form of like advertising and even advertising is an art of its own you know what i mean like i'm not good at advertising people some people are good at advertising and it, and it takes uh like a strategy and uh everything even dude uh roads you know, streets, mm. like everything has been engineered or created in some way. And, and whether it's on this aspect of like art or, uh, things that are like aesthetically like right. fulfilling, there's this whole other form of creation that is like scientific and mathematical, which is also beautiful in its own sense, because I mean, math is incredible. I mean, I'm not a huge math guy, but like the concept of math and and science is incredible and then there's this whole other way that you can visit creation yeah i mean i guess that's just what people do we just create we're either creating new things or moving things around i feel like i haven't thought this through but maybe like every job you could think of boils down to one of those two things <laughs> oh yeah i'm 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 sure every aspect of it everything I don't know. I think that we are deeply like intrinsic, like, how do I put it? Like it is, I think it's like deeply instilled in us to have this uh, desire to, to create. create in some, in some form or in some sense of the word, whatever that may be. Yeah. I mean, I personally, I can vouch for that just because of how all these things that we're listing out, all these creative hobbies, like doing that makes me feel like this spiritual connectedness so that's my own reason to believe what you're saying that we're inherently creators yeah for sure i'm telling you check out check out check out the solo pod i know this is i'm doing a shameless plug right now uh but but no for sure i think you'll like it because there's actually there's, there's a topic i talk about in there that i want you to something i want you to hear okay about my yeah. life about my life personally word but yeah. um and check out yeah, my let, let, solo pod of the journal <laughs> journal video. Oh, dude, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, mean, no, I did a whole one talking about journaling. <laughs> dude, there is no shameless plug here when it comes to our own things because this is ours. You know that's what I mean? True. Yes. If this true. was like the George Pulos thing and I was like plugging my shit, like it'd be different, or the Danny Torres thing. But still, I mean, we can. Yeah. 
this podcast is, is the this is the embodiment of following your flow and for just sure being us which is nice 100 percent. but dude uh let's talk about number four okay wait before we do that i just wanted to shout out photo albums that's curation as is creation like i think of, of my parents photo albums oh yeah dude that they would show me growing up that's that's art dude everything fucking scrapbooking like like grandma scrapbooking type shit not like how people do it today like i mean that is that's old people have been scrapbooking forever dude exactly all right now let's get to four um film photography let's fucking go I feel like right now you have a, you have a, you're more in tune right now with, with that, uh, yeah. medium, but I, I, I think a lot of people don't know that I went to school for, for film photography for, for two years. I, I, I was in photo labs developing and printing, uh, 35 millimeter medium format and large format photography or film rather, but it's not really a part of my life anymore. I have been wanting to get back into it. I actually wrote it down in my journal as one of the things I want to buy, and that's to buy some film. But I know that you are heavy into it right now, so I want to hear what that's doing for you. Yeah, man. So, you know, it's it's one of those things that kind of just fell into my lap, ended up with like an old film camera, shot my first role, and, and really loved the experience of it. You know, I think... Interestingly, with film photography, I actually get I, I, I initially feel this like fear of being judged because it, it's very popular right now. It's kind of like the the hipster Brooklyn thing to do right now to carry around a film camera. And so many of these things that are just genuinely fun and fulfilling can can carry that weird fear of judgment. So yeah had got to get over that so you know what i've been doing lately is bringing out the film camera um on walks and and i do film walks and i bring them on like trips and and to experiences like parties that i just want to kind of capture in this analog way yeah and dude it just is so fun it is so fun and there's such a satisfaction of the the delay between taking the photo and seeing it. Yeah, um, sure. And, you know, you're also, you know, I feel like I'm getting to flex this photography muscle that I've incidentally learned by having an iPhone um, in kind of more of a, I don't know, official capacity. Yeah. And I think, been, I think, I think the awesome. photographer, the photographer, okay, so your film photography started in quarantine right beginning of quarantine, yes. like right before quarantine maybe yes um i remember and and i love that and i will say i think for me personally like like i said I've, i used to do this years and years ago i'm talking like 2016 it's a long time ago but um me personally and you know i have i have this like and for a long time i've had this like desire in me that is about capturing those like photographic moments so much so that you've even said to me before, like, like you love just like, I don't know how you said it, but like, it's not like, like you love just getting those like random photos. And I remember when you and I started skating together, I would always be snapping pics of you. Yeah. And I had, I had a, I had a, an album in my, in my iPhone that just was called George. Um, <laughs> cause I, one, cause we hung out all the fucking time and I was always catching you doing some weird ass shit. Um, 
and two because that that goes along with the I don't know if it's the desire to create, but also with my desire to create, there's this desire of like capturing uh, yes. moments that I that I come across, which is in a way similar to these playlists that you create because they bring you back, and uh, and and it's interesting because that desire for me kind of like I wouldn't say it completely disappeared, but it kind of got pushed back a little bit. But your your love of like film photography like in present day has again inspired me to want to continue taking photos so now like when i go on walks i don't have my i don't take my film camera but i go on my phone and i I snap one to like one to three photos maybe there's not it's not like i don't have rules but trying to take a lot so i don't get stuck deleting and like checking all these photos you take like one or two and three and move on and then after the walk i look through them and and it's just whatever in that moment that like really striked me as like beautiful in some way now i have it and then i mean i post it to instagram just because it's fun on my second instagram but i feel like i'm kind of working that same muscle that you're talking about again and it's made me also feel like creatively fulfilled to do something like that that's really cool man and yeah like you know what what seems to happen for me when i when I let go and allow myself to have fun with these new mediums is they find ways to integrate into the creative career I'm building. So for example, you know, the drawing ended up manifesting in this podcast art, the film photos, I end up using a lot of them in my vlogs, like my travel vlogs, you know, I'll sprinkle in the film photos. Um, Yeah. And I love that, dude. I love that. Your editing style when it comes to that shit. I don't know if you've watched some of my recent videos. And even a little bit in the past, they they you got me to start doing that with like the the fucking like the background, like a pastel colored background yep. or some kind of shit. Video the the photo with like a little bit of space on the top and the bottom. Feels very scrapbooky. And then yes. like a couple seconds, sometimes like even just like fast, maybe like a second or so. And it, and it just goes through all those photos. It feels very yearbook-esque to me. Yes, yes, yes. And uh, and I fucking love it, dude. And now, like, that's the direction that I kind of want to move towards when I make videos is, I don't know, dude, they're, it's art. I don't know. It's fucking weird. <laughs> it feels no. cool, so cool, though. Yeah, no, it's it's exactly everything. Everything we're talking about all combined, the capturing of memories, the curation of, of memories into a cohesive thing. That's a lot of what creating is. Um, and, you know, all, all the things we've mentioned so far, drawing, writing, film photography, the playlist curation, they can all be used in that way to capture and then later, you know, put together into a cohesive thing, you know? Dude, I mean, fucking 100%, dude. That I just showed those photos that I drew. I mean, those pictures that I drew of uh, those flowers that I drew. And now I'm making a YouTube video about how I preserve flowers for my journals. Yes. And me drawing the flowers inspired me to want to start collecting flowers again because I used to do this in the past and start and then putting them in a journal, which we also talked about journaling and forms of journaling. It it all it, it's like all interconnected, and it all like uh, it all pushes that like artistic form out. If you consider the perspective of flipping through that journal and looking at that drawing of those flowers 
15 years from now, suddenly then it's more obvious that that's art, you know? Because that's what you're... That's a really nice one. For the audio-only listeners, Danny is showing me a flower <laughs> in his journal. The, it's more obvious that the thing you're writing down in your journal is art when you consider it from... How is it going to feel when you look at it in 10, 15, 20 years? You know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So it's important not to judge yourself in the moment and not to be stuck on making everything good. This can happen in in all of these mediums. Uh, you know, when I'm walking around taking film photos, sometimes I'm like putting pressure on myself to make each photo like amazing. Oh, I feel you. Yeah. You know, but but really the best photos come out when you just like capture what you're excited about and and when you fire the shutter when you're just excited to you know yeah i feel you heavy because i i feel that a lot when i journal even like when collecting these flowers like it's like oh what if they look like shit later on or like when i journal it's like what if somebody like i don't know why i started things like what if somebody like looked at my journal and what i wrote wasn't that good you know <laughs> it's like it doesn't fucking matter like it's not like that yeah I've had the, I've had, this is kind of, oh, that's nice, man. Got those fall leaves still. You know, it's funny. This is mad random, but I put some pumpkin spice in my oatmeal this morning Ooh. and the whiff, the whiff like suddenly brought me back to that feeling of fall, like just starting to hit. <laughs> that's sick. Which was interesting. Um, and yeah, about the journaling thing I was going to say, sometimes I write about people because I just want to like figure shit out in my head and I'll like hold myself back because I'm scared they're going to see it. I feel you. Yeah. I've done Which that. Is, I've, I've also done that before too. Like if I ever journal about like relationships and stuff like that. Right. Shit. Should we go to the next one? Yeah. Let's hit up the next one. Starting a podcast. Yeah, man. So this is something you should all try. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I could say from firsthand experience starting this podcast with Danny, you know, this is literally what we're doing. We've started this podcast as a creative kind of experiment to have some fun, to see how we like it, how it goes. And it's been such a freeing process, man. No, I love it, dude. I mean, we missed last week, was it? We skipped last week, yeah. We skipped last week and I, while it was okay, like I don't really mind taking a break. Like I also felt like I kind of in a sense missed it because I, I do enjoy it and I do get like another form of this like creating that I don't get elsewhere. So uh, I think that really showed me that this is something that's really fulfilling to me. Conversation as creation. Yeah. There you go. How Dude, fucking dancing, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, 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 all of there's so much shit, but, uh, shit. I also like the idea that like literally anybody could start a podcast, like us starting a podcast together is one thing, but then us starting our, our separate solo pods is a whole nother thing. Like, I think people, if you want to talk about like v listens and viewership and all that shit, like. I feel like people might be more inclined to listen to both of us together as opposed to like by ourselves. But like 
I think the fact that like we were just we're just like fuck it, <laughs> like right. I want to do my own thing, dude. Like you know what I mean? Like dude, I have like fucking four four listeners, and I'm like jazzed. <laughs> like I yeah. love it. You know what I mean? Like that. I love that so much more than having thousands and thousands of people. You know what I mean? Like that's so much more fulfilling to me. I didn't even post about my solo pod on my main account yet. I only posted it on my second account because it feels more like real. Right. Yeah. And you're finding, you know, just those real connections, people who want to listen. And what I think is cool, and I'm having this interesting discovery, and it's that when you allow yourself to try these creative things, it, it tends to snowball. Like, I think every single thing we've brought up has snowballed for me into something deeper. And, and so you just brought up, we both started our solo podcast, and we needed to dive into this podcast to realize that we could start a solo podcast too. You know, it's like, you gotta try the, try the damn thing. Like if you're listening to this and you want to try something creative, like what do you like, whatever the, that goofy shit you talk about with your friends is like, you guys can make it a podcast if it's exciting to you and there's no reason not to. And it probably is going to feel mad good. Oh yeah, dude, for sure. I mean, I don't know. Like I've, fuck bro I, I don't know like my mind just starts going on these like in all these different ways sometimes because I start to feel so good about certain things that like I get really excited and like happy yes um and I think it's I think it's 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 because of this like I don't know all of these forms of creating have really done something to me that have really helped me out of like you know like for example my like having being in a poor mental state, you know what I mean? Um, which if we want to get into the next thing is walking, uh, and exercising, which is something that people have been telling me do, to do for fucking years, closest friends, family, uh, therapists, everybody. And I always didn't want to fucking do it. And now even that has become like a form of expression kind of, or like a form of like, creating because it's like i can go a different way each time if i so please yes and it becomes a whole new path and i get to see all these new things and and i'm taking it in and if i if i want to if i bring my journal to journal i can journal a whole new thing if i want to pick up flowers i see all these new flowers i never saw before and i get to pick those and keep them and put them in a journal and and it's another thing that has been deeply fulfilling for me yes it's crazy, man, but I'm sitting here and I'm telling the listeners that going for a walk is an artistic practice. It's a creative practice. Uh, I, I agree with everything you're saying. There's something about uh, this is, you know, this is more of an ambiguous one. It's not like, you know, you're not like putting something on the page or recording something, but there's something about going for walks. <laughs> That just feels so good. And it's like, so for me, when I go on walks, I like to think Mm -hmm. and I like to work through my thoughts. And I don't know, in a way I I get to like sort them in a way that's pleasing to me and find a configuration of my thoughts that feels good. So that can be seen as a, as a creation, the organization of thoughts that happens on a walk, but shit, man, going for a walk, going on walks is amazing. (laughs) Dude, I, I love it so much. And like... For example, Ryan, 
my longtime best friend and uh, your now roommate. <laughs> Known Ryan since I was 11 years old, dude. Um, he has been telling me for the longest time to go on fucking walks. And every time I, and now when I talk to him and I'm like, oh, I just got back from a walk or something. He's like, feels good, doesn't it? <laughs> I'm like, fuck you, dude. But uh, yeah, there's something really special about going on walks. So much so, so that like, I feel like I could go for a walk anywhere. I don't have to go for a walk in like a beautiful park or like a beautiful area. I just feel like going outside and like experiencing whatever area I'm in in the moment like is is pretty incredible for me I mean it helps that I live you know in San Francisco and you live in New York which are like very aesthetically pleasing cities but uh I don't know just feels it feels great like just going outside and feeling the air and uh yeah it inspires me I went on a walk the other day came home and filmed a video had no no intentions to film a video whatsoever but the walk inspired me to do so and I got home, I filmed a whole ass fucking video. Right, walking, being outside, exercising, these can all fuel the creative muscle for for other creative endeavors. And, you know, in a way, when you're on a walk out there in the world, you're probably either seeing man's creations, buildings, uh, maybe murals, whatever, if you're in a city. Or if you're in a, a more natural place, you're seeing nature's creations. So that shit is inspiring you know yeah to for see, sure to see other people or nature's art going on walks lately with this new thing that i've been doing which is something george has already been doing um has been getting me to make these uh those those tiktoks where you know just set up the camera and like read for like eight seconds or like you know stare off into space and then put like some deep philosophical or whatever uh text over it so i started going on walks and i was like fuck it i'm gonna bring my little my little tripod to put my phone on and then if i feel inclined to do so i will and and i'll go on a walk and i come back with three videos it's just you know they're like three seven second videos but uh that gets me to post you know a tiktok and 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 have a, a way to continue creating in a way that's new and different uh which adds to that fulfilling thing that i so desperately need <laughs> and look for and everything yeah man look look everyone making tiktoks is an act of creation you know it can seem like the trendy app and the and you know the algorithms are certainly at play but making tiktoks is fun as shit and it's so what i like about it for me is that it's so easy and i you know, I'm I'm coming off of years of making these YouTube videos that were very difficult and took a long time to make. Now I can express myself in a total of like 15 minutes to make a TikTok. Um, and yeah, I, I the format that you were describing is also what's most exciting to me right now. And, you know, it, I also want to add, if you already make TikToks, there's nothing stopping you from making different TikToks on a different account or even on your same account like that feel it feels so good to just let yourself free and try new things and you know to steal Danny and I's format man we've been I stole it from someone else this is you stole it from someone else <laughs> I stole it from you 
I'm I'm seeing it in many places now. I see a certain friend of mine doing it now in his skateboarding uh, TikToks, and I cool. think I want to. I'm gonna try it in a skate. Like I'll just say who it is. It's Mowgli. Uh, Mowgli. I don't know if he directly is like you know because he sees you or me or us or other people doing it, but like he'll post like like a like a skate trick. I remember one he posted the other day was like a like a three trick line or something over the entire screen. Like you can't re- you can see the skating if you really look. But over it, like it says something like, and it says something about like, uh, like the way I got to where I am is because I, I let myself fall or and get up. I don't know something like that. Yeah, but it's the same style and That's it's cool. cool. I wanna I wanna reiterate it for the listeners. The format of TikToks we're talking about is a very simple video. Usually Danny or I or whoever's making the TikTok is just kind of sitting there doing something, reading a book, journaling. I do a lot where I'm sipping a coffee and then I leave room on the top for text where I can put a thought that I'm having or even a quote from a book I'm reading. And you pair that to a cool song that matches the mood of the quote and you just kind of made a miniature movie. Like you're sharing oh, sure. visuals with matching music and an idea that you want to transmit. Um, and, you know, here on the Letting Go podcast, we try not to get too much validation from the algorithms, but I've fa- had two of my videos receive liking by the algorithm, which is, it That's feels sick. good. You know, I can't <laughs> it, deny it, it feels good. It's cool because it's more real. You know what I mean? It's like, it's cool because you're not searching for it. You know, when we make one of these like skate TikToks, at least back then, um, it was like, it was more like, oh, I want to make this so that it does well. You know, I want to use a trending audio and and I want to hop on the trend of whatever people are doing under that audio. But I guess it feels good if something does well now because it's like, oh, this is real. Like somebody really, really enjoyed this people enjoyed this my videos are some of them get like 30 views but like i'm more kind of more stoked on that than like a few thousand on my normal one because like real people are seeing it you know i agree yeah we're 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 expressing ourselves very truthfully so it it that does feel good when it's when it's received and someone leaves a nice comment even if it's one person you know it's funny that you mentioned the coffee sipping because this video on my phone is me sipping a coffee yesterday and i was like yo i gotta film it like (laughs) for for that purpose i took a video today where i i was like just sitting in my running clothes like looking kind of moody because i want to talk about like this i don't know i've been feeling this intense craving to just like physically exert myself and i don't know just want to write a thought about it and share it it's it's simple dude i'm gonna film i'm gonna film one that's like like this like super like (laughs) <laughs> just like, downing tequila for, for those for the for the audio only viewers i have a a, a ginormous bottle of tequila next to me that's Kirkland so brand straight from yeah. costco yeah dude so i'm just it's gonna be like a deeply philosophical like text with like a massive tequila bottle <laughs> yeah man and you know i i kind of feel this need to acknowledge that like i think we're moving out of a place of you know, needing to make that money from our creations. Oh yeah, Um, for sure. And so paradoxically, I think when you let yourself free and try things like you can fall into a medium that 
is going to make you money. That's very possible. And, you know, even it, you can even really intentionally manifest that and practice all these and figure out what you like and then make an artistic career out of it. But I think more what we're talking about in this episode is just what it does for your soul and your spirit, you know, to try all these things. And yeah, you know, like I'm not really planning on making money off of this second TikTok, but there's there's just something about it that still feels really good. I agree. I also have been loving the idea of like forming a new community. Um, Me too. Me too. I, I actually was just thinking about this in the shower, like before I hopped on the podcast. Um, while I am deeply appreciative and grateful for all the people who supported me throughout the years on the skate channel uh, and, you know, gave me a way to make money and a way to express myself and the way that I wanted to at that time. I, I, I definitely want to move towards a more like, I don't know if this is like weird to say, but like a more mature audience and like a more tight knit community, uh, which is why I love those TikToks and like the, the new Instagram and like even the podcast and stuff like that. It's like, I don't think like younger kids are like super into like listening to a podcast. You know what I mean? Like this is like maybe geared towards like a little bit older demographic, oh, I at least 18 older. and above. I think it was a pretty mature podcast, you know? Yeah. So, so it's like, like that feels in itself good to me because, and like, that's what I like about the, the monthly zoom call that we have with our patrons. I mean, we've only had one, but I'm, I'm actually kind of looking forward to the next one because, you know, they, they're not like children. <laughs> and like, no, the, the, that's the homies right there. Like they're interested yeah. in what we're talking about. Exactly. So that's, that feels so cool to me. And like I said that I, I, I shouted out my, my solo pod to my second Instagram has, I don't know, like 90 followers because they feel more like, I don't mean they're not real people, the other ones, but like, it just seems like more real to me. Yeah. No, um, I, I'm going through something very similar and, you know, to tie it back to the, the purpose of this podcast episode, it's like, we needed to try to create those things in order to learn that we like this type of community but yeah to like for me it's like when i look through the comments on my skate channel it's like it's like no drip like bro <laughs> what so kind stupid. of wheels are those like what yeah. size deck do you ride and it's like yeah i'd like a little i'd like some some deeper connections and there's yeah, nothing dude, wrong with that the depth is is great and and I even have seen it more so like in, well, in like, I've gotten like a couple of DMs on my second Instagram. Uh, this girl actually, I am pretty sure it was a girl. She like, I, I don't mean that in a weird way. I can't remember who the person was, but this person, uh, they messaged me on my second Instagram saying like, Hey Danny, um, uh, I work at a bagel shop in in Brooklyn or in, in New York, if you come to New York, like I got you on that homie discount. And like, that felt so fucking cool. Cause like, I mean, they looked like a, like a normal, <laughs> like a normal per like a, a normal, a, a person with like a brain, right. you know, <laughs> with a, with a prefrontal cortex. Uh, and, uh, and it was really cool that they were offering something like that because it feels more like the dude, the DMS on, I mean, you know, the DMS that we get on the, on the, professional page or whatever is they're dumb <laughs> yeah and 
and so if, and dude i honestly even like this is i honestly just love that it wasn't even i'll get you a free bagel like i love that it's like the homie discount like I, i'm i don't know why like even that in itself is just like yo that's so cool like i don't need a free fucking bagel or a free anything from yeah you. i just like that's cool that you're like offering to just give me like a discount at the bagel shop that you work at. Like, that's so yeah. cool. I told Kara and she's like, fuck it. When we're in New York, let's go get bagels. That's sick. Yeah. I'll pull up with you. Um, yeah, For man. Sure. It's something about like something about when you create stuff and you put it out there and, and the stuff you're creating is authentic. Then it's like, then you find the people who are really connecting with you. And that's so awesome. <laughs> you know? And that's why you shouldn't you shouldn't be afraid to evolve. And I think we're both learning that you shouldn't you shouldn't feel stuck in what you were creating in the past because then you're going to keep finding people that clicked with your past self. But you're interested in different things now. Yeah. I mean, this is this is this is me now. You know what I mean? Like this is and I and I love that. Um, I I wrote something earlier because today I was like fixing up my my solo Patreon and uh, I don't even know if I'm able to see that, but I wrote something. Oh, here it says throughout the last four years, I've gone through many transformations as a quote unquote creator. And I think it's safe to say that I'm still trying to find out exactly what that means. And I hope to build a community for myself to lean on while I figure that out. And and that's that's what I like about what we're doing here, because it's like I feel like I'm learning so much more about like who I am, what I want to do, where I want to go. And, and I love having like a space to do that with there still being people who support us, whether that's like monetarily or not, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, man, we've been in that 200 views and we're speaking from the heart. That's sick. Dude, our, our, I looked at our anchor analytics, like all of all time and they're pretty good. Word. Not that that really matters, but like, it's cool to see that. Yeah, it's very cool. It's All right, like shit. Should we keep it going? I don't know what else is on the list. We got some dumb ones. They're not dumb, but they're <laughs> they're just a well, little sketchier. Reading and sitting in the park, I think, goes along with walking. Yes, and also even similarly tied to those the new form of TikToks. Yeah, and you know what I'll say? Sitting in the park is a great place to practice all of these. <laughs> oh yeah film photography sure. writing drawing you know <laughs> you could even do a podcast dude i would do a podcast in the park but uh and then watching tv and movies um but make it sacred that's what i wrote <laughs> i think you know in in our in our society in this day and age we can end up consuming content very unintentionally It's like, so you're not even thinking about doing it. You're just doing it because it's what you do. So, and it's to the point where there's something really nice about putting your phone down, sitting on the couch or going to the movie theater and watching a movie or a TV show. Um, And when you're doing that, obviously you're consuming other people's art but when you're not so fast paced and rushed and scrolling through TikTok, you can really soak it in and, and appreciate the art and take inspiration, you know, similar to how we talked about those walks. Um, you know, I love watching movies. They get me thinking about my whole life. They inspire me for, you know, things maybe I want to try in my videos. It, it, it's nice. It's nice. Yeah. 
I agree with that too. Also just watching like, uh, like I like to watch YouTube a lot. So, uh, I recently went through my subscription list and unsubscribed to like, I think almost every single skateboarding channel that I was following, uh, with the exception of a few and, and some friends, but, uh, and every time I come across like a channel that like looks like it could add some value to my life, I subscribe to it because for that reason to one, to be consuming, uh, more content that's more valuable instead of sitting down to watch some like random bullshit like I watch that and uh and also just like even if I don't watch it like just when I see it on the subscription feed on YouTube like it just feels better than seeing all these fucking skate videos with like giant red arrows uh pointing at a ledge or something right and in and this ranges from like you know like meal prep videos like food videos to like uh that one dude that you sent me that long video about uh like creating i don't remember oh that guy is awesome i forget his name uh, i can't remember his name but but he, i really like his videos i've been watching a few of them even even like this home improvement guy uh oh it's ben Degros. <laughs> oh really you watch him yeah I, I like to watch i like to watch his uh vancouver carpenter channel and oh george i have some really exciting news and i think i do want to share this with the podcast whenever you're ready uh it's not super exciting and it's not the craziest thing ever and it's not it was gonna happen a lot sooner but it's happening it's gonna be a little bit more longer now uh so Kara and i are looking at houses um not to buy not to buy okay. we're gonna rent just rent rent a small house okay uh with a backyard and stuff like that and we're looking for two bedrooms be nice to have an office to create and do all that type of stuff with the thing I am so excited for is I'm going to get into gardening. Hell yeah, dude. And, and I'm looking very, I'm, I'm looking forward to it a lot. And I'm, I'm starting to look up videos on YouTube on like how to do that kind of thing. And, uh, I want to have like, you know, an herb garden. And then I also want to have like flowers and like pretty stuff. Um, and that in my brain feels absolutely incredible. That's and awesome. The added bonus is I want to document it. Hell so, yeah. So that is, for anybody who cares about stuff like that, like that's going to be coming at some point. We Dude, we, we apply, we sent in an application for a house yesterday. Unfortunately, the per, there was two applicants, us and someone else, and they gave it to the other person. Hmm. So, oh, well, it was a great house, but we didn't get it, but we're going to keep looking for another one. But, uh, dude, that's something that would have never crossed my mind if I would have still been stuck in this uh algorithm chasing skateboarding youtube dream type thing that i was too afraid to let go of but now i'm allowing myself to accept anything that comes my way and make a decision if that's what i want to do or not and and it, and it's allowing me to be like creatively free and mm. i fucking love it dude and this like the idea of of something like that like a garden dude like god damn like that's so fucking sick gardening is cr is creation yeah dude i'm very excited and you just spoke to the importance of letting go dude are we see i've I, i'm having this it's not really a predicament but it's it's a thought and by the way for the listeners we're we're kind of wrapped up with our list of creative things here so this is a little bonus for listening to the whole episode I f I'm questioning lately if I'm no longer a skateboarder. Me too. I've been dealing with that as well in my brain. And I, I have we talked about this personally yet? 
Not personally. I don't think so. Yeah. Go ahead, man. Talk about it. I know. I, so I, I think for most of my life, I had a pretty unhealthy attachment to skateboarding. And I think that's what I thought being a skateboarder was. It was like mm-hmm. needing to skate to be sane. And yeah. my priority was progression and things like that. And like, now, you know, now it's no longer part of my career. I'm getting a lot of my exercise outside of skating. Um, I'm skating like maybe once a week. I'm not consuming skating content. Yeah. I don't know. I hear you entirely, dude. And... I don't know if I journaled about this or if I actually, if I talked about it in an upcoming podcast. Oh, I know. I talked about it in my, in my setup video on YouTube. Uh, yeah. Oh, we, we talked about this briefly. I, I told you that I don't know if I'm passionate about skating anymore. Okay. I will always love skateboarding. Uh, like I, I love skating and, but I haven't skated now in I think a month. Since I oh, got wow. back to San Francisco, I haven't skated mostly because I didn't have a skateboard and I had to buy a whole new complete. I just set it up the other day and I'm excited to skate, but more so like in the way of like skating some flat or like uh, tinkering around on like a dumb little obstacle. Like the idea of that seems way more fun than like really exerting myself in skating for progression. You know what I mean? Um, I've also lately been having this like thought, like I, I would love to go on a skate trip, but like, kind of like I love the idea of like a a skate trip to film clips but like a skate trip like that's not a skate trip (laughs) like more like to experience the the travel and the friendships and the places yeah exactly I know what you mean which I've been thinking about a lot lately which I actually was going to talk to you about at some point uh maybe when we're when we both feel like that's something we can do uh I would love to do that dude I think we should I, I would love to even if it's just us I mean anybody else can come too there's not really a I'd love to just go somewhere that is cute, you know? Yeah. Pretty. Dude, we should, I would love to do that like this summer, this year. Yeah. Yeah. I'd love to do that. Just go skate and then, uh, I mean, go hang out and then like, you know, we can skate a little bit, but have that not be the, the reason for, for going on a trip. Um, but what you're saying about not identifying, not wanting, I don't, do you want, not want to identify with a skater or are you just less and less identifying as a skater. I think it's just happening. And I I actually tweeted uh, something that I think sums up how I've been feeling. I said, for many years, I've been putting on my skater costume, going to the skate park and playing the role of skateboarder. Mm -hmm. I think what's happening is like when I was deep in my, obviously I started as a child, so I wasn't thinking about this sort of thing, but you know, I became deep in my identity as a skateboarder. That was who I was. I made these YouTube videos about skating. That was my career. That was my biggest passion. And slowly over time, you know, I've started to see that that was a thing that I was doing. It wasn't me. Mm-hmm. Um, 100%. And so I don't know. I don't have any like conclusive thoughts about if that's good or bad but it's just kind of something i'm experiencing i feel you um i think that i like it 
I think that I like it because I think my mind was so close to so many things throughout my entire life. Oh, fuck, I don't have air tight. Um, throughout my entire life that it didn't allow me to experience new or cool things. And, and it, it, I think it hindered my progression as like a, an individual. Right. Because I always thought, no, I'm a skater. I'm a skater. I'm a skater. You know what I mean? Like, um, and then I became a vegan skater and then I wanted to identify as a, as a vegan who's a skater. And then I, I remember when I dropped my vegan wood pusher Instagram, I was like, I don't want to be a vegan who's a skater. I want to be a skater who's a vegan. But then I was still having an an unhealthy attachment to, to who I was or who I wanted to be. And I don't want to be a vegan. I don't want to be, I mean, I'm going to be vegan, but I don't want to be a vegan. I don't want to be a skater. I don't want to be a, I also don't want to be a podcaster. I don't want to be a journaler. I don't want to be an, a, a draw a person who draws. I don't necessarily even want to be an artist or a creator of some mm. sort. Uh, I also don't love the term creator. Um, but anyway, that's maybe we can talk about that another time. But anyway, yeah, I just want to be me, dude. And I feel like that is like the most meaningful thing of all. Because that means that I can be anything. Right. And when you don't, when you don't tie to identities like skater, vegan, uh, artist, whatever. Although I like I like artist because it's very open. But when you don't, artist might be one of the better ones. Yeah. Right. When you don't tie to these identities, I think maybe something happens psychologically when you tie to these identities that you do close off to other things that can really benefit you and be fulfilling. You know. Yeah, for sure. It's interesting. I don't know. Yeah. I mean. It's it's crazy. I mean, dude, I'm, I'm I got the artist way right in front of me, and I haven't started reading it, but I feel like I I feel like I already am like in it. You know what I mean? In terms of like what the book's going to uh, show to me. Yeah, I mean, it's it's been heavy in my subconscious since I read it, and I think the ideas are coming out in all of these podcasts. Um, mm-hmm. And then we're we're riffing off of each idea, so I'm I think you're gonna see a lot of parallels in that book to what we have been talking about fuck yeah dude i'm excited um but uh do you want to wrap up or yeah let's wrap up man you know i want to i i love this conversation i want to uh encourage you all to try all these creative hobbies they they feel so good um and they can help you kind of find yourself and and allow yourself to be free and maybe let go of some identities you've been holding on to or, or let go of some limiting beliefs. 100%. Stop hating on people who wear karyumas. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, I guess if we are going to wrap up, I'm going to give a quick shout out to our patrons. Thanks for supporting uh, Brian, Evan, and Hayden, I believe. Yeah. Um, Really appreciate you guys, and I'm looking forward to that uh, monthly Zoom call, which we'll be setting up soon. Yep, sometime and, in April. Uh, yeah, and if you are currently not a member of our Patreon, uh, I encourage you to do so if you want to support us in some way or if you just want to hop on these uh, monthly Zoom calls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We always, you know, <laughs> we we love hearing feedback from patrons. So if you guys ever want to tell us what you want to hear on the podcast or, you know, anyone else leave a comment, but we'll listen to the patrons a little bit more. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Without a doubt. Uh, I think, um, we, I think there can be a lot of interesting conversations that can be had. Cause when I, when I listen to a podcast, I'm like, Oh fuck, I have a, like, I want to say something about that. <laughs> like, right, I can't, right. you know, 
Yeah, That's man. Cool. You know, next week we're going to be talking about how to tell whether the people in your life are NPCs or main characters. So, <laughs> Which is something that you and I have gone into heavy. <laughs> That's right. So, you know, if you guys have any questions about that, leave it in the comments, send us an email, whatever, and make sure you subscribe. Fuck yeah. Thanks everybody for listening. Thanks for watching. Thanks for uh, supporting us through this journey. Cool. All right. Take care, y'all. Peace out, y'all.